0: guys, this is Melvin The Young Assassin Goliath, and you're listening to
1: Pure Evil MMA. What's going on guys, welcome back to Pure Evil MMA Podcast. I got a really special guest joining us here today. Somebody that I've always really wanted on the show, somebody that I've been following since I was in high school. So this is definitely uh, an exciting one for us here on Pure Evil MMA. We got the one, the only, Melvin Gillard. What's going on, Melvin? How are
0: you guys doing, man? Thanks for having me on today.
1: Yeah, man, like like I said, you've been one of the uh, people I've been following my uh, whole career here, uh, really, inside the media scene. Even before I started doing media or went to broadcasting school, you are one of the guys that always caught my eye and in interest. Were you always like that, like, in high school? Were you kind of one of the people that, like, stood out, you know, like a ladies' man? Were you always like that?
0: Uh, yeah, always. I mean, captain of the football team, captain of the wrestling team, so I was always that guy, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, probably since, a little well, I would say a little bit before high school, I was always in the spotlight for something, so, you know, I've had a lot of success at a young age, and, you know, I'm just trying to get back to being successful again.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, your, your story in itself is really inspiring, and I feel kids kids now today can relate to you just as much as they did back then because shit's just getting crazier and crazier for the young adults out there going through high school, especially with social media and cyberbullying right now, bad influences. I mean, it, it's, it, it's a really scary world right now. Like, You have a child, right? You have a child now?
0: Uh, no, no, I still don't have a kid yet. But um, you know, I, I work with kids every day. I'm around kids all the time, and you know, I, I see it every day, man. I'm, You know, traveling the world and being in different places here and there. And, you know, you get to you get to see a little bit of everything. You know, the world we live in right now is very dangerous. You know, very fierce. But you know, like they always say, man, back in the days, you know, only a strong survive. So it's it's about survival to finish at this point.
1: And for you, I feel like for a lot of fighters, but for you, definitely, you feel like you need fighting, like, does training camp kind of keep you in the, in the right state, or like, what have you realized helps you now in your career, compared to when you first started, uh, years ago, back under? well, I mean,
0: this, this is, this is pretty much my first training camp back in 13 months, you know, I've been away for a while, but, um, you know, I'm always excited for training, you know, being in the gym is, is home for me, you know, what I mean, and uh, I mean, I've been in the gym full time since I was 14. You know, I turned pro when I was 16. So, I've been doing this my whole life. You know, uh, 20 years actually. Right at 20 years, uh, professionally this year. And you know, a lot of people don't understand, man, the time and energy and everything that goes into it. You know, for a while, man, I got I got bored with fighting. You know, for the last maybe three years. So, you know, I'm just I'm just now getting back to it to where. I'm falling in love with it all over again, and, you know, I'm, I'm ready to silence, silence the critics, you know, I'm ready to start back winning again, you know, and, you know, it sucks, it's, it's, it's but in reality of the facts is nobody likes you, nobody loves you when you're losing, nobody nobody wants to be around the loser. The minute you start winning, everybody loves you again, but, you know, I'm, I'm just to the point now in my life where if you don't love me now, don't love me later, you know what I mean, so... I'm ready to go out and do it for myself, you know what I mean? I'm ready to start winning for myself, you know? I'm not even doing it for the fans anymore, I'm doing it more so for
1: myself. That's a really interesting point that you bring up, and I want to touch that in just one second, but you just mentioned you're back, you got things going on uh, for the positive in your life, uh, do you mind talking about everything that happened because, uh, you know, it was all over TMZ? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I don't mind, I mean, I mean it's... it's...
0: I mean, it was all over TMZ. You know what I mean? It was, it was all over social media. You know what I mean? I, I went out for an parents one night with some teammates and a couple of friends. And next thing I know, at the end of the night, I got four guys and a girl approaching me. Uh, the four guys tried to jump me, the, the girl did as well, but, you know, I mean, it was it was bullshit, man. I, I mean, I ended up having to take two years probation only because of the system. I, the system is very broken, man, and, you know, you, you have evidence to me being assaulted, but because I'm the fighter and I was able to keep myself from getting hurt, I became, I, became, I guess, not the victim, I, I became the aggressor, I guess they said, so... You know, I, I kinda got the bad I got to sit into that deal, you know what I mean? But it's all good, man. You know, you live and learn from the mistakes and um you just move forward, you know what I mean? But I have nothing. I have nothing to prove to the world, you know what I mean? Like I have nothing to prove to anybody, you know what I mean? I I didn't do anything wrong in that situation and like I told the judge on uh, my last day in court, you know, if it came down to it and I had to do it again, I would choose me before I choose anybody else. You know what I mean? It's you know, it's like it's like the game of chess, you know what I mean? I'll sacrifice my son every time to get checkmates. So before I let someone hurt me, I'll hurt them first, you know what I mean? And and I was and I would do the same if it was for my family or my loved ones. So, I mean, I don't know a human being on this planet that doesn't live up to that model, you know what I mean? So you wouldn't let someone come in and, and 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 vandalize your home and try to vandalize your wife or your daughter or your son without taking action right so i feel the same way about myself you know no matter where i am you know I, i'm always here. about I'm, i I was i was taught and i trained my whole life to defend myself train you know i trained my body and my mind to always defend myself and protect myself so that won't change you know what i mean but you know this little two years probation i mean it's, it's only for the best anyway so i'm not really worried about it i just take it as a positive
1: now do you feel like you're a target cuz I feel like a lot of fighters would say that like when you go out, especially you man oh, like yeah. everybody knows who you oh, are yeah. I mean think about think about the sport back in
0: 2005 when I first came into the Ultimate Fighter of season 2 nobody knew who we were so I can go anywhere nobody nobody really cared I was like a fly on the wall that time you know and even 5 years in to the UFC you know still it wasn't as bad you know what I mean but the, the sport has grown so so much. I mean, just females fighting now. Uh, I remember when Dana White told us there would never be females in the UFC, but I guess he was wrong about that. But, you know, it, the, 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 it's, it's almost like a gift and a curse at the same time, you know. But, you know, it, it's no different than a football player, a basketball player, a hockey player, you know, a baseball player. The athletes are athletes. I don't feel like athletes should be scrutinized or punished because an athlete has a certain set of skills when 90% of the world tends to be losers and assholes and that'll sit on their porch or sit on their, on their couch and watch fights or sit at a bar and watch fights and talk about how they can beat up another fighter. or You know what I mean? I've I, I witnessed it all, you know, with my career and my life. You know, and I mean, quite frankly, where I'm from, you know, I'm from New Orleans, you know, Kansas City to be exact, you know, Said, I grew up fighting my whole life. You know, I had to fight my way through neighborhoods. I had to fight my way through school. So fighting's always been in my bloodline. You know, what I mean, it's part of who I am. But what I have to explain to the world and to the judge and other people, fighting also comes with discipline and integrity. And I carry that proudly. You know, what I mean, I'm a man of integrity. You know, what I mean, I don't care what nobody says. You know, the, the people that that says all these bad things about me really don't even know me.
1: We see this a lot with fighters. I mean, it just happened to BJ Penn, uh, literally. We see this happen all the time where you guys are the targets. We see it happen to rappers. And I like what you just brought up there, man, because you're, you're also saying that, like, when, when you go out, right now the sport is so hot that everybody knows who you are. So if there's a group of guys there, someone wants to prove themselves to the boys and be cool, you're right there. Oh, I beat up a UFC fighter. I started to fight with a UFC fighter. It's got to right. be hard for you guys.
0: Right, right. I mean, in the 13 months that I spent in jail, I was in six fights inside of the jail. I went to the hole twice. You know what I mean? It's I mean, no matter where you go, I mean it's it's there's gonna be something lurking around the corner, you know what I mean? So I'm just fortunate and blessed enough to be prepared right at any time. You know what I mean? Most people can't say that, you know what I mean? And I mean it speaks for itself. Look at the crime in the world, look at the crime here in the US. You know, some people are victims of crimes. You know, i rather I'd rather be A savage hunter. you never be a victim to anything. You know, one thing I won't do is look at myself as a victim to anything. You know, and like I said, if I had to do it all over again, if I had to make that same decision, that same choice, that rational decision, then so be it, I would. You know, but going forward now, I'm just more than likely trying now to keep myself out of certain situations, you know what I mean? Uh, keep myself from going to certain places, you know, and as far as I can do that, I can control it as much as I can. But in, in the real world that we live in and in life, you can't control everything. And the minute you try to control everything, you're just going to fall even harder. So I just go with the flow, man. It's like well, look, you're like rolling with the punches, you know what I mean? So whatever happens going to What happens. But
1: um, on another note, as far as me signing with the BKF, yes, I wanted to know, bring that up.
0: Two days ago, um, you know they did give me a one fight deal, a probationary fight, which is understood. And hopefully, after August tenth, we can come up with a solution to a longer deal. A longer deal. And you know what people don't understand is I've been doing bare knuckle boxing for for over ten years now, but for the past maybe seven years, consistently over in Europe. So this is not anything that's new to me. I've been doing this. I was doing bare knuckle boxing while I was signed by the UFC, but. It was more underground then than it was above ground, so you know I've been around this for for a while, you know, fighting in my like i said i I'm born to be a fighter man. I'll fight anybody anywhere in any sport, so it really doesn't bother me, but going forward now, I'm preparing differently, I'm making sure I'm right, I'm ready for every fight. I'm not taking as many fights a year now. I'm just going to kind of focus and try to stay loyal to only a few companies instead of trying to fight all over the place, you know, and be ready for those fights and, and, you know, get myself, make myself a name in the BKB uh, business.
1: And you know what? You were actually really close with Kimbo Slice. I think you're still really close with Data as well. Like, you know, what do yeah. you think Kimbo would be doing right now? Because BK Bare Knuckle has been around for so long, but no one really paid attention to it until recently. So it's, it's really exciting. What do you think uh, Kimbo would uh, be doing right now? You think he'd be part of oh, it? I, like, mean, he, I mean, of course he'd be.
0: He 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 would be the face of Bare Knuckle Boxing right now. You know, as far as in America, um, you know, Dada the same way, man. And uh, I'm hoping I'm hoping soon I can reach out to Dada and he reach back and maybe we get some things going, but. Right now, I'm just going to focus on BKF. You know, right now I feel um, that they're the, the bigger company. I mean, to me, they're they're more more than likely the US, the, the BKB of UFC. You know, they're they're basically as big as the UFC. You know, and they're just getting their feet wet. You know, they they have pay per views going, and um, you know, there, there's a lot of guys. You know that you know one thing about fighting is. MMA, whether it's MMA, boxing, well, I wouldn't say boxing, but MMA and BKB, it's two of the sports that any average Joe can do. You know what I mean? It's not like having to go out and learn boxing. It's not like having to go out and learn how to play football, learn how to play soccer, uh, baseball, basketball. You know, one thing about fighting, you know, it's just raw fighting. All you have to do is have heart, you know, and get in there and sharpen your skills. But be 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 willing to be willing to die in the ring, you know, be willing to go kill somebody if you need to, you know, what I mean, that's my mentality, you know. I'm I'm done being nice, I'm done trying to make friends with everybody, you know, I I, I found out who my real friends were, yeah. you know, for the thirteen months that I was locked up and, you know, not no one gave a damn about me. You know what I mean? So for me, it's easier for me to have no feelings for a lot of things now than it is for me to try to force relationships that aren't real.
1: Now, how good does it feel finally being out, finally getting a new star, and now you're actually getting ready for a fight? I mean, what does that feel like? It's got to be like, you got to be on cloud nine right now. Um, for
0: me, for me, man, it's just getting back to my daily routine, getting back to what I do best. You know, fighting, hurting people is, ironically, it's crazy to say, but hurting people is something I'm great at. You know what I mean? And <laughs> I want to get back to that. You know what I mean? And, you know, I'm fighting a former friend. Well, I'm fighting a friend and a former teammate, which is Isaac Dillifer. Um, and, um, you know, Isaac's always always been a great friend. I actually used to live with him when I trained with Jackson out of out of uh, Albuquerque. And, you know, uh, being, being, like, he'll be my seventh friend, official, like, a seventh legit friend in this sport that I'm actually about to fight. Um, and for me, I'm okay with that, you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to go ahead and fight him, you no know, different than I fought everybody else. But uh, to be honest, I plan on hurting Isaac. I plan on making statements. You know what I mean. So it's not—it's not anything personal. It's just
1: business. Well, I remember at one point in your career, you almost—you know—they were talking about you maybe having to fight Clay. So it's—it's it's something that you've always had to like process in your mind of, of fighting. And I think I even remember you saying like, "You don't care who your opponent is. You, you'd fight your brother." Uh, you know, yeah. you're getting paid to do and, this. And, and, I, and, I, and I still feel that way.
0: You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, look, when you're a fighter, you can't—you're not—you're not getting paid to be nice. You know, obviously, you don't get paid to lose fights. You know what I mean. You lose fights, you lose fans, you lose you lose sponsorships. You know, your your whole world, your whole world is over. So for me, it's all about uh, it's all, it's all about just getting there and, and doing what I need to do. You know, and and right now I'm thinking about myself. I'm not thinking about everybody else. This is, this is solely about Melvin Galar getting back to being glorious and, and getting back to greatness. You know what I mean? And then from there then I can let everybody see what I really am, you know what I mean? Because I feel a lot of people are sleeping on me right now. You know, these past maybe two years, you know, I've been dealing with a divorce. You know, my head just wasn't in the game anymore. I was taking fights because my job is is, I'm a fighter, you know what I mean? I don't have a 9-5, to so I was taking fights to make ends meet, trying to survive. That was the wrong way of looking at it. I I shouldn't have put myself in that situation, but now here I am. I will be ready for every fight. I will be well-trained for every fight. I'm not taking fights that don't make sense. And here in the next maybe year or so, I'm going to be hurting a lot of people in the ring. You know what I mean? And to be honest, if if somebody ends up dying in the ring, so be it. I have no feelings at all for anybody that's stepping in front of me. Because right now it's about me rebuilding my my legacy, rebuilding my name, putting myself back and talks of, of good talk, you know what I mean? I'm tired of everybody with the bad publicity, the bad press, everybody has, everybody, everybody with an asshole got an opinion, you know what I mean? So let's see what happens once I go out there and I start really putting, putting start hurting people. Then I want to see what the critics say, you know what I mean? So, it, I mean, damned if you do, damned if you don't kind of thing, you know what
1: I mean? I mean, man, this is exciting to hear how motivated you are right now. When's the last time you felt this motivated about a fight?
0: I don't know, man. I mean, to be honest, I'm I'm more pissed off than I am anything else. I mean, my my anger my anger speaks for my motivation, you know what I mean? And not not the kind of anger where you get into the ring and you fight mad. No, I would never do that to myself again. You know, I, I just I just have a lot to prove to a lot of people, to a lot of organizations, that Melvin Gillard is one of the best fighters in the world. You know what I mean? No matter how much People try to downplay it. I am one of the most dangerous fighters to ever step foot in the cage or the ring, and I'm. And it's, it's about me getting my respect back. You know, I feel like a lot of people have lost a lot of respect for me, so I'm here to take my respect. And if I piss off some people along the way, if if I look at some people and just say "fuck you" to your face along the way, you know, take it how you want. It. I don't care. I, I, I'm not. I'm not here for the people anymore. I'm here for myself. You know what I mean? And for the last. Maybe five or six years, you know, I was trying to be this guy, you know, for the fans and be a certain way for the people. Man, look, fuck the people. It's about me right now, you know what I mean? And the ones that ride with me, ride with me. If you don't ride with me, stay the fuck away from me. That's kind of how I feel right now. So I'm here to make a statement. I'm here to to make my name. I'm here to build my legacy back. And I'm not letting nobody take that from me or stand in my way. So if you plan on standing in my way, you know, just do like most people. You know, talk shit on the internet. Just just promise me you won't ever try to say it to my face. Because I'll probably slap the shit out of
1: you. I got two more questions for you right here before we let you go. What do you think about this entertainment era that we're in? Like fighters getting fights because they're hyping it up or, or talking. What do, you, what do you think about that?
0: Well, I mean, it's been like that for a while now, man. I mean, certain fighters are getting big contracts because... They've been around a long time, or you know what I mean. Like, dude, I'm not even gonna lie to you. Dude, like my first fight back is gonna. I'm basically fighting for pennies. Just like I said, it's a probational fight, just so that I can go out and show the world what it really is. You know what I mean? Like my first fight, I'm. I'm damn near. I'm damn near fighting for free right now. But you know it is what it is. But you know, it, there's a lot of fighters that build certain characters, build certain names for themselves. You know, I mean, look at Conor McGregor. I mean, honestly, I don't feel Conor McGregor before Conor McGregor won that title. If you look at all his previous fights, he didn't really fight any tough fights other than my homeboy Dustin Poirier. I felt like that was Conor McGregor's toughest fight, and yet he just he got a, he caught Dustin with a, with a lucky punch. But when that fight was supposed to happen again. They made so sure it didn't, you know what I mean? So, guys like that, you know, and then he, he talked himself into a fight with Mayweather, you know what I mean? So, good for him, though, you know what I mean? If, if I could have done that, I wouldn't get it, too. But I'm a fucking fighter, you know what I mean? Whether I win or lose, whatever, I'll fight anybody, I'll step in the ring, you know what I mean? And just some fighters... They like to dictate who they fight, or I'm not going to fight this guy yet, or they'll wait to fight a guy after their prime. You know what I mean? I've seen that happen a lot. I don't respect fighters like that because to me, you're not a fighter. You just you're just a businessman with gloves on, trying to make a business deal, trying to trying to make sure that you don't lose a certain fight along the way, or you don't lose a fight at all along the way, or you can survive. You know, you're fighting to survive. You're not fighting to actually live. You know what I mean? I, I, I fight the kill, bro, and I want to get back to that killer instinct, and I'm actually I'm actually proud of that, man. You know, I'm at peace with myself. I'm at peace with God. I'm at peace with my family. So, like I said, man, I, I really feel sorry that I have to fight in front of my next fight, and first fight back, because I plan on putting Isaac in the hospital.
1: Well, when you win this fight, are you planning on calling somebody out? Like, maybe have uh, Ardo move up a couple of pounds to fight you? You, know what? You, you? you know what? I'm in a position right now, I'm lost what.
0: I don't even know how many fights I've lost recently, maybe six or seven. I keep seeing people posting different numbers. And I don't really keep up with the losses. I know I have 19 losses altogether on my record. Out of altogether on my record as winning with boxing, kickboxing, uh, MMA, and bare knuckle boxing. Uh, at this point, I have 185 victories. Wow. All together. So and two draws and two no contests. So for all the people out there, I really want to know what my record is. It's 185, 19 losses, two draws, two no contests. And those 19 losses are within, are within all of the sports combined. So for me... I think my percentage of winning is better than most fighters, or better than any fighter. So I don't give a fuck what nobody says about me losing the last seven or whatever fights of whatever many. You know what I mean? I've only had 19 losses total in my life. You know what I'm saying? So until somebody can, you know, prove me wrong, I don't care. But at this point, I put myself in a situation to where. I mean, I, I remember back maybe 10 years ago, I had trouble finding fights. I couldn't find nobody right to fight me. The USC used to have to hire three people just to keep on contracting so that one or two people would pull out of a fight right before. So I'm in a position right now where I can make a lot of money in this BKB business because why? I've lost no fights here and there. So there's a lot of guys out there, you know, younger guys. I'm only 36, but there's younger guys they're lions and I think they can beat me. So whoever out there want to shot at me, you know I mean, I don't have to really call anybody out. I'm a fella I ever. So whoever wanna test the waters and think they can swim with the shark, he's gonna try me. You know what I mean? So I will just put it out there like that. I don't have a care in the world who I fight. You know I me, mean? I'm Melvin lord I do anybody.
1: And you're still holding top spot, I believe uh yeah, one of the top spots, you used to have the number one uh record for most knockouts or finishes inside uh, the 155-pound division. I'm pretty sure it's yeah, still... Yeah,
0: I know. I know. I mean, I still hold that record. I haven't been in the UFC in over seven years, so that speaks volumes, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I'm not big on records and statistics. You know, I just, I just love to fight, man. You know what I mean? And... I felt being locked up for 13 months it took a piece of me man like you know me defending myself me being more skillful than the assholes that tried to hurt me got me in trouble but I'm not gonna let that destroy what I worked for my whole life you know what I mean I've been fighting other people since i was 14 years old i've been competing as a pro since i was 16 years old nobody's gonna take from me what i've been doing my whole life i'm living my dream you know some of these guys are still soul searching trying to find trying to find themselves and trying to find you know who they are i know who i am i know what i'm capable of so for me it's about moving forward like a shark in water you know what i mean and going to the next place so right now I'm on a hunt. I'm on a worldwide hunt, and I'm willing. I'm willing to die in the ring if I have to. You know, it's kill to be killed for me, but you know, I, I'll be fucked if I lose another fight. That's for sure. So anybody that wants to be on on the losing losing end of a, of a fight, please call me out. Please tell me you want to fight me, and I'll gladly give you your. I'll give you your wish.
1: My last question to you is: What, what do you think about Greg Hardy and uh, him coming to the UFC? Was Greg Hardy Greg Hardy uh, from the NFL. He got into some trouble uh, h- hitting man, his wife. I, I mean, you know, I look, I played
0: football growing up. You know, I was like a was captain of a football team. You know, I played football all the way through high school. You know, what I mean, if he got it, look, I'm like this, man. If you got it in you need to be a fighter, you're a fighter. I mean, fighting doesn't always mean physically punching something. You know, what I mean, people don't understand fighting is also more mental than it is anything you know you gotta believe in yourself before anybody else can you gotta know what you're capable of and what you're not capable of you know you gotta know you gotta write the left foot not two left feet you know what i mean you gotta know that you have coordination you know what i mean i think transitioning from football to fighting is not that bad of a transition i mean he's not you know what i mean and i'm pretty sure you know like most of us we grew up in the hood we grew up fighting we grew up gang banging and stuff like that so Shit happens, you know. what I mean, he may he may be a fighter, you know. He may need to get some frustration out. You know, the best the best the best advice I give anybody, you know, if you gotta go really get some frustration out, get in the ring of the cage. Do not go to a bar and get into any fights. Do not, you know, what I mean, it's 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 it's, it's, it's going to cost you a lot of money and a lot of heartache and pain along the way. So it's not even worth it, you know. If he if he if he can go out there and get it in and if he realizes he loves fighting more than he loves playing football, then I respect that. I, I, he got my blessings.
1: Here's really my last question to you: What can everybody expect when they tune in to watch your fight for BKFC? What are we in for?
0: Violence, a lot of violence, uh, a shitload a of violence, bro. I don't give two fucks about anybody I fight. So, like I said, man, it's gonna be, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a shitty situation for me to have to put a friend in the hospital, but I'd rather be him than me, and. And I, I've, I've already felt a lot of injustice past 13 months, so I have got a lot of reasons that I want to hurt somebody right now. So, you know, if I was Isaac, I would I would definitely not show up to this fight. <laughs> if he was smart, he's a friend, but you know, and and I don't, and I'm not. And it's not personal. It's just business. But it is a threat. I, I'm t- I promise you, Isaac will go to the hospital if he comes tomorrow. he comes to Biloxi, Mississippi, to step in that ring against me to BKF August 10. He will go to the hospital right now. And that's
1: all my dad. Take notes, guys. That is how you do an interview. Melvin, I want to thank you so much. What we like to do at this point in the interview is hand the imaginary microphone over to you if you have any shout-outs, sponsors, social media tags, anything at all. The floor is now all yours.
0: Well, I mean, everybody knows how to find me on social media. You know, Assassin underscore, underscore, Assassin uh, for Twitter, Melvin Gillard, um, for my Instagram and Facebook, as far as sponsors, to be honest, first time in my career I have none. So I'm I'm, I'm going old school, Mike Tyson, man. I'm going all black, everything. You know what I mean? I don't I don't I don't need any sponsors. You know what I'm saying? They'll 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 come along. They they bandwagoners, just like fans. You know they'll jump back on the bandwagon when the time is right. But for the meantime, it's about me. You know what I mean? If anything, I wrap I wrap my hood back home, man. Trey first Killer City, all day. So. That's, that's how it is for me, man. I'm repping my family, you know what I mean? So, I appreciate you guys giving me this opportunity to speak out. I appreciate the true fans, the real fans, people that has been behind me this whole time that never turned their back on me. And, you know, just, just be looking for some fireworks, man, because I'm done losing. Tune in
1: next time. Thanks, Melvin. God bless for wishing you best of skill moving forward. Thank you. Thanks,
0: buddy. I'll talk to you guys soon.
1: God bless. Ciao. There you guys go. Legend, the legend, Melvin Gillard, man. That's crazy. I've been trying to get him on the show for a hot minute now. He was supposed to come on, I think, two, three years ago, and something happened, and uh, it, it's just been out of control for Melvin's career. It's so interesting to watch. I know that some people have mixed emotions about him, but that sounded like a motivated new Melvin Gallard. And I thought it was really crazy that he, uh, he said if that same situation happened again, he would do it right over and uh, If you guys aren't familiar just type in Melvin's name you can watch the video I, I feel like a lot of these fighters are targets when they go to the bar or even if you walk in a bar And there's a bunch of bikers there Could you imagine that situation of somebody trying to prove themselves beating up a UFC fighter or a young group of kids? You know a lot of these guys have targets now. It, it goes from case to case, but just Inside the octagon inside the cage inside the ring Melvin Galar is a legend still holds the top spot for the most finishes in UFC history for 155 pound divisions. Fought some of the best people in the UFC ever. Israel Asanya got signed to the UFC because he beat Melvin Gillard. Well, well, honestly, Israel Asanya was gonna come either way, but just look where he is now. Now he came on to Curio Boma to announce that he's gonna be fighting for BKFC, which is amazing because BKFC has been doing so well in 2018 and now 2019, kind of worried, kind of concerned, like, how did they top the A versus Artem fight? It was kind of lackluster. didn't really, you know, people wanted to finish. we didn't get it. You're bringing guys like Melvin, which is another, you know, argument that a lot of people say. If, like, you know, we want the young faces. But for people out there that don't know the young faces, they know the older people. And this is a smart way to build the, the, the uh, promotion. And I think that Dave Feldman is doing a great job over there. So who knows, if Melvin wins this fight, And Melvin versus Artem, if Artem wants to move up, who knows, I mean, it's endless what we can do with this, but it's just good to see Melvin back in a good state of mind, positive energy, and it's a brand new Melvin Gillard, guys. Brand new Melvin Gillard. Is anyone else out there kind of uh, surprised, like very polite, very, man, he had a lot, you can tell how motivated he is, and I'm not worried when he said, usually if a fighter would say, You know I got a lot to prove There's a lot of pressure on my back There's so many people doubting me I would get nervous That they're going to go in there And not fight smart First thing he said when he said that It's like I've learned that lesson in the past I'm not going to do that again He does have a lot to prove here And I'm happy to see him back I'm happy to see Melvin Gallard With this positive energy Very polite So uh, I want to thank Alex Bondwick For helping me set this interview up I mean Jesus Melvin Gillard joining us here on Pure Evil MMA. It's mind blown right now that he's even coming back. So, with that being said, guys, I'm Evil Eddie from Pure Evil MMA. You can check out all the latest MMA news. We just recapped UFC 239 that just went down historic card. Check that out down below in the descriptions. We're also on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, Podomatic, you know, all, all of those. And also now on Facebook. I'm uploading videos on Facebook, which are actually doing very well. And we got some fights coming up tomorrow that I'm going to be previewing in just a little bit. But, guys, pureevilmma.com for all the latest MMA news, interviews, and podcasts. Remember, without evil, there's no purity. way Knuckles to the end.